Hi friends, I'm Veronica, and this is All of the Things Podcast, where we are going to be discussing, you guessed it, all of the things on a mission to deepen our relationship with ourselves, finding our own individual truths and our own individual paths, and the courage and freedom to walk that. Thank you for joining me, and let's go. Hello, my gorgeous friends. Welcome. We are ripping the bandit off, and we're just doing the thing Welcome to my first podcast. This has been years in the making. I have been sitting on this vision of doing something like this long before I even knew something like this was a possibility. And then when I did, I had two major blockers, um, fear and fear with a hat on, basically. So afraid of the technology, afraid of not knowing what I was doing, afraid of not having the all the, the, the glitz and glamour and doing it right and doing it perfect. And the second fear of basically just being like, well, who the fuck do I think I am? Doing something where people are going to listen and what do I have to say? And over the last couple months, I'd say, especially postpartum, I actually turned that fear-based almost accusation into a invitation, an invitation to actually say, who do I think I am? And that has brought about so much incredible joy, actually, and so much freedom. And for the last couple of years, I've been so just head in the sand working on exactly that. Who do I think I am? What do I believe? Who, what are, what do I believe to be true? And I have done this through so much exploration of, I mean, everything from top to bottom, from my, you know, spiritual belief systems, political belief systems, belief systems about health and wellness and wealth and relationships and just everything. I mean, there isn't one area of my life that hasn't been touched by this question of who do I think I am or who do I know I am? Um, and I just got so sick of worrying about what other people thought. So I was doing all this inner work and I was doing all this inner exploration and I was coming up with all of these answers to who that was. And I was coming up against all of these obstacles and finding ways around them, through them, uh, through different methodologies, through different works. I am still in constant practice and constant learning, I hope forever and ever, but I thought it was just time. I got just tired of worrying what other people would think about my opinions. And I think one of the main things is actually just getting into deeper and better relationship with myself. And so just a quick segue there, this is what this is going to be, this platform. I want to be exploring all of the things. I want to talk about different things And because I think through exploration, we discover who we are by what we think about what we're listening to, what we think about what's happening around us, what we think about other people's opinions, what our triggers are. And I just got really sick of there just seemingly being this way and that way. You know, when it came to diet, there was vegan, there was paleo, there was, you know, you could eat by your blood type, you could eat by your dosha, you could eat by your human design. There are so many different ways that all are sort of marketed as the way, the right way. And I got so stuffed up because 
You know, maybe something really suited me when it came to following my human design, for example. If you don't know what that is, we're going to talk about it in different podcasts, but it's sort of like a, a let's just say it's sort of like astrology, except that it's not. And, you know, certain aspects of that really interest me, certain aspects of so many different things interest me. And I just never knew where I fit until I started figuring out that life is a buffet. It's not a, you know, it's not even a fusion restaurant. It's a full blown fucking buffet smorgasbord of all of the things. And you're allowed to pick and choose what you want, what makes you you. And there isn't just a box and a box and a box in this different box. And I have found that so many different um, paths to freedom end up just being paths to different boxes. I compare it sometimes to, you know, the idea of free range eggs. There are all these different names for them, cage free, free range. And there are actually so many different levels of them, but most of them are just bigger cages. And I want to be free. Like I want to be real free range. I don't want pretend free range. I don't want 10 hectares on a sunny day type of bullshit free range. I want to be free. I want to be free to be me. And no one's going to give you that permission. It's literally only going to come from you. And it's only going to come from you deepening your relationship with yourself, learning about how you actually feel outside or actually inside of all of the information that you're being given, all of the influence, all of the worry and doubt and fear, what is your truth? So finding that, tapping into our truth, how do we listen to that? And then the second part of it, which is really, really important because it's fine that you find your truth, but actually being able to honor that truth. And that comes from a deep relationship with yourself. What I found over the last couple of years is I was able to find my way. I knew what felt right for me. I knew what felt good for me. I could feel that body intuition. I could work with it, but I kept rejecting it. So often I would reject what I knew was right for me because it was maybe a little bit left to center against the status quo. I was worried what this person would think, what that person would think. It meant that I no longer fit in with this group that I felt like I was finally, you know, a fit for. I was so desperate and eager to please and to be accepted by everyone but myself. And over time, that starts to really chip away and it becomes hard even when you find your truth to then follow it and honor it because you don't have a deep relationship with yourself. So we're going to talk about all the things. We're going to explore different ways of getting to your truth, getting quiet, siphoning out all of the other noise and finding out how you feel. We're going to talk about how to work through your triggers how to notice when they come up and how to actually know that that is a, a, a point for you to dig in rather than turn away from or get upset, how we can work through emotions, how we can not just um, get steamrolled by them. They can become our superpowers, how all of our weaknesses can become our superpowers. One of my things was for so long, I thought that who I am fundamentally was my weakness You'll, if you know me already, you know I like to talk. This is why a podcast, I think, is just the perfect thing for me. I also love to be in conversation with people. I love to ask questions. I'm a curious, curious person. I love to ask why. I'm like a four-year-old forever. I want to know why, 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 why. Even if I think I get it, I'm going to ask again and again why because I want to know. 
And I want to know all the different layers. I want to know why you think so, even if I know why I think so, because it may not be the same and it may give me a different perspective. I thought that my being a multi-passionate person, having multi-skill levels, you know, a jack of all trade, master of none, I thought that was a weakness point. But really, it's my superpower because I'm able to grasp so many different context, uh, concepts. I'm able to connect with so many different people. I'm just going to tell you a little story here because I actually think it's a beautiful story. And it ties into who do I think I am. And also, one of the ways that you can start to, to unpack that is Glennon Doyle said in one of her many beautiful works or in some iteration of um the stuff she shared into the world, you know, something about like who finding out who you were before the world told you who you were supposed to be. And so I thought about that. I thought about who I was before I realized that there was an audience and that they had opinions. And obviously I think, you know, I started to be affected by all of these things, I think very early on, but when I was in eighth grade, uh, that's when we finish primary school, or that's when I finished primary school in Canada. And we had this lunch for all the eighth graders uh, at the end of the, like before we were going to graduate. And everyone, there was like a little award thing and everyone got awards. And there were some like standard awards, you know, best in math, best in this, best in whatever. And then there was all these other awards, which just kudos to those teachers, because I think it was such a beautiful thing for them to actually spend time and recognize the students for what their superpowers were and really bring it up. And who knew that, oh my God, I don't want to do the math 25 years later, um, that 24. <laughs> I'm not going to age myself unnecessarily, but 24 years later that this is going to be something that impacted me so much. So there was all these different awards. And when the time came for my award, uh, the teacher who wasn't my teacher at the time, but had been my teacher earlier on said, you know, looking down at this award and having watched her work the room tonight, this couldn't be more fitting and I don't even really even know what this means still, but the award was called Social Conversationalist because I love to chat. And I was just people that weren't in my class, that weren't in my, you know, I just, I was hopping from table to table and chatting with everyone. And I was always that person who wanted to get to know everyone and was interested in everyone's story and probably just wanted to chat with everyone too. Probably was constantly looking for a new audience. And I just thought that was so interesting because then they, you know, then I went into high school and all of these other layers of what other people think and pressure and, 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 and got pushed on top of me. But over the years, whenever I've been in my, in my moment, in my element, in flow, in alignment, it's when I have been in this kind of a zone, when I have been in a zone where I am learning and sharing and teaching and my other favorite thing to do is to just sh help people that I love or people that I admire shine even brighter. I love to lift people up. I love to cheer people on. If you look at my Instagram bio, it says uh, one of my, one of the lines in my bio is hype girl for the sisterhood because it is my favorite thing to do. Um, and so this is again, a perfect way for me to do that. 
And that's why I called this podcast All of the Things. Not only are we going to talk about all of the things, we are going to look into all of the things, um, but I'm going to do all of the things. And this is also something that has stopped me in the past. I wanted to find a niche or a place and, you know, you, an ideal customer and who was that. And But I don't want to limit myself. I don't want to, because I also don't know what I'm going to want to do in three months time and in four months time and in four years time. But this gives me, I believe, the platform to continually evolve and change and bring you on that journey with me. And so I think that we're just going to go through it and we're going to, I'm going to share tools that have helped me um, offer them up in the buffet. And I really encourage you to listen explore deeper if it if it's something that interests you. I think also so often we're looking for someone else to to show us the path, to show us the path and go this is the right way to do. This is what I don't think there's anything wrong with people doing what I'm going to do which is basically going this is what I've done. This is the experiences that I've had. Um but I think too often we're just so eager and I know that I have been in the past to just jump into someone else's path because it's safe, because you're not alone, because you can already see what's happening ahead of you. But the thing is, you're going to fall into peril at some point because the path isn't for you. And I think it's just really important to know when it's time to turn left, even if you know, the crowd is going straight or to turn around or to take a break and to know that you're going at your own pace and your own path and that that is actually absolutely perfect. Uh, I'm going to keep this one short just as, a, as an intro. I wrote some notes because I can go on tangents. Basically, this is just going to be a, a series of tangents probably. Um, some days I'm going to be on my own just spitting out whatever comes up to me. Other days, I'm going to be so lucky to have guests on my podcast and talk to them about their experiences. But I want to share two, two main things to think about and to take with you as a start in terms of starting to find your own truth and starting to get back into that relationship with yourself. Uh, before I share these two things, I want you to really, really know that this is depending on how long you've been on this earth, depending on how damaged this relationship might be, this is truly uh, work. You know, it, it can at times be incredibly enjoyable and at times be incredibly tough. But you have to understand that at the end of the day, you are the person that you're going to answer to. You are the person that you have to live with forever and ever and ever until you don't live anymore. And there is just no more important relationship. There is no more important um, trust that has to exist than between you and yourself. And that might sound really silly, but you know you have to be able to trust yourself. And we're going to have a whole podcast on trust and what it means when to how to deepen that trust and how to get over things when you feel like you've trusted your gut and things haven't gone the right way. Um, but for now, two tools. And, you know, I said that I don't believe that there is one stagnant way forward or the right way or the, but I believe that these two tools, no matter which way you go, are fundamental for any journey in terms of a journey inward, in terms of an introspection, in terms of any sort of growth. I believe that you need to look at yourself and you need to be in conversation with yourself and you need to look at your 
thoughts and you need to look at your actions and you need to have some sort of analysis. And so those two tools are meditation and journaling. Now, you can do those two things however you feel like. There are many, many different ways, but it is vital for you to get quiet and 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 quiet and just shut that external noise down. And that takes time and practice. And so there's no better time to start than now. I'm going to meditate after this podcast. <laughs> um, there are many different ways to do it. We're going to have a whole podcast on all of the different ways to meditate and all of the different things about meditation, probably many podcasts on it because I fucking love meditation, even though I have sort of been falling off my bandwagon and I can feel it. I can feel it. And the other one is journaling because once you can get quiet or a part of getting quiet sometimes is getting all those thoughts out on paper. For me, journaling is one of the most powerful tools that I have. Uh, it also takes practice. You think like dear diaring is easy. Again, one of the things that we have done over time when we have fractured our relationship with ourselves is that we are not even okay being honest and vulnerable when it's only us listening. When it's only us in the room, when it's only us looking at that piece of paper, we are too afraid to actually admit things to ourselves. And that's something that I think people discount heavily. That's why I think everyone should be in therapy, which is probably another podcast. And if you're not in therapy, at least you should be journaling because we have, you know, 85,000 thoughts a day or whatever it is. So many of those things are conditioned. So many of those things are put onto us. So many of that is like deep layered trauma bullshit. And so much of it is triggering stuff. And so much of it is our own shit that we're carrying. That's actually stuff that we've borrowed from our parents, from our ancestors, whomever. And we're carrying it and it's, it's informing our actions and decisions today, and it's maybe putting us into bad situations. And when we're seeing ourselves in the same situation over and over again, I have seen so many people, myself included, that have been, you know, why do I end up in the same shitty job all the time? Why do I end up having the same problems in my relationships all the time, whether it's friendships or romantic relationships? Why do I, you're the fucking common denominator? I hate to break it to you, sweetheart, but you are. And and I just have learned that the hard way. And I am so sure that me journaling and being able to see my thought process, get out the initial top layer emotions, which is just fear, anger, guilt, shame. And then to be able to look at those and deal with those and have empathy and love for myself and realizing, okay, you know, this doesn't belong to me. This is old stuff. This does not belong to him or her or the whatever. And I can see these patterns emerging and I can start to make shifts. And again, there are so many different ways you can journal. You can bullet point. You can like free thought. You can... But it's also, again, a practice. It's something that you have to do over and over and over again until you get comfortable, until you get comfortable. And even just like meditation, every time I fall off for a little bit, that first little bit is rusty for me. That first little bit where I'm getting in, I find it really hard to write down what's going on and to really, to really tap into that deeper under the surface thought process so that I can look at and analyze and tweak and shift and move forward. Uh, I think that's, <laughs> that's just my intro. That's just what we're going to be looking at. Those are my two top tips. Meditate. It doesn't have to be for 20 minutes every day. It can be for five minutes. It can be for 10 minutes. You can do all kinds of things. I use the Calm app. Um, 
I love it. I've been using it for years. I just use a, the just the plain timer, but you can buy a really cheap subscription. I think it's like 60 bucks or something for the year. Uh, and you can get guided meditations and the whole gamut. Journal, it can be three minutes, a brain dump at the end of the day. You can start with gratitude. You can do all kinds of different things. Just get your pen on paper and get your butt on the floor or the couch or the chair or the cushion. 10 minutes, like five minutes of meditation, five minutes of journaling. If you don't have that to dedicate to yourself, your most important relationship, then you need a different podcast because I don't even know how to help you then. Um, Thank you. I don't, I don't really know how this is going to get into the world because uh, the whole fear number one, which is all the technology, but I'm just going to give it a go and I'm going to just pop this baby out. Yeah. Um, that's all. That's all for today. I think this podcast is going to be called All of the Things. This was episode number one. And here we go.